0: What's up? It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty? Uh, <laughs> remember when I had a little thing called a podcast? Um, me too. It's been a really fun two months. I'm really sorry that I haven't posted in a while. A lot of things have been going in, going on in my life that I'm ready to get into here. A lot of really funny shit. Some of it which I've documented on Instagram. Um, some of it, I'm about to give you some behind-the-scenes details. Um, if you're new around here, because I am just coming off a little bit of a break, my name is Tori, I'm the host of Ready to be Petty, and here we talk about all things petty, from celebrity gossip to pop culture, to funny things that are going on in my life. We chat about a lot of shit. And we talk a lot of shit. <laughs> um, I want to tell you guys right off the bat, please give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. Review us on iTunes. Share the links with the friends. Tell me what you think about today's episode. I would love to hear it and chat with you. And you guys, I want to tell you all about my July. As I mentioned before, I was uh, in Europe on a trip with my boyfriend um, for a month. And when I came back, I started a new job, I moved an apartment, a lot has been going on. I've got some fun plans with Ready to Be Petty, ready to really jump right back in. I think today I'm going to chat with you guys a little bit about what's been happening with my summer so far, and then in the next episode, I'm going to detail my whole, drip, my whole trip in exclusively excruciating detail because it was wild and I know my boyfriend wants to weigh in so cannot wait for that so stay tuned but yeah like I said I got back on July 3rd so we're just over a little little bit over a month home in Canada I got back the weekend I got back I moved apartments I moved to downtown um which was like a debacle and I don't I feel like moving for everyone is a debacle. I don't know when it ever goes smoothly. And if you've had a smooth move, like, please get in touch because I would love to hear what that's like. In my case, it's never been like that. I remember one time I was moving to UBC and I, which is a university in Vancouver, British Columbia, and I... It's a huge city, the like second largest city in Canada, um, a few million people, which is huge for Canada. and I rented a U-haul truck <laughs> which I feel like the people who know me and know my driving um, skill level and expertise um, knows that's quite concerning. and I drove it down West Broadway, which again Canadians, Or at least those folks who live in B.C. will know that that is the biggest street, the busiest street in Vancouver, I would say. Um, And it was quite the ride. I did everything myself. I was quite impressed. Um, This time around, I had a lot of help from my near and dear friends. Um, But yeah, I just feel like it's always stressful. It was a fucking trip. So during my move, um, I live on the third floor of an apartment building and I left one of my precious belongings in the lobby. I like also how we're getting right into it. I just want to say that right off the bat, we're four minutes in and I'm just like diving in. Usually it's like the first fucking 15 minutes. I'm just like shooting the shit with everybody, but I'm like full steam ahead, just like ready to get into the nitty gritty. Anyways, I left a precious item in the lobby, and if you guys know or follow me on Instagram at rtbp podcast, if you want a good follow, I documented the whole story. This story in my stories on Instagram. I left a lamp in the lobby with a few other items, just like taking trips up the elevator, coming down and getting more, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyways, I realize like an hour, two, three hours into the move that the lamp is gone and people are like, okay, it's just a lamp. Like who cares? So this lamp is shaped like a llama, which like I, I get it. That's like an overdone trope at this point. Like if you walk into any like store, all you see is llama shit. I don't know when like who's doing the fucking social media marketing for llamas but they've got like their shit on lock right now and like hit me up I need some of that help (laughs) they're everywhere it's kind of heinous and I think I realized that mid move so maybe this was a subconscious thing that I did leaving it in the lobby but it's like a a a white ceramic llama (laughs) lump it's a llama lump and it has like a white shade and colorful pom- poms around it because I'm into that like, I don't know, just like that fucking pom- pom aesthetic <laughs> nowadays. Um, and it's from Target, and it I bought it in the States, like on a target trip to Bellingham. So like it's important to me in that regard. But yeah, I think subconsciously I might have left it in the lobby. Don't tell my boyfriend. He'd be Devo. But I think I left it there, maybe subconsciously, for it to get stolen. Realized that halfway through my move that the lamp was gone. Nothing else was touched but this particular lamp. So I'm like, okay, the rest of the move went relatively smooth. Um, I got like a workout. Like I had never worked out before, but I'm missing this one lamp, so I let my boyfriend get know, and he's like I said, devastated, and he says, "Oh, I'll send you a poster." Like I'm, I'm currently making a poster as I'm relaying this information to him on the phone. So I was like, "Oh, like that was a quick call to action." Anyway, like, never seen you move so quickly um, <laughs> in times of emergencies. But anyways, he whips up a poster. He's found the picture online. Like, I don't know how we bought this lamp literally like six years ago. Scratch that, maybe four years ago. But still, he finds a picture online, Google Map, I guess on Google Images. Not Google Maps, Google Images. Um, makes a poster and it's like missing lamp we'd like it back please contact us makes me go print them out so like I said before we're in the middle of the move there's no printer we don't have a printer so I'm like okay what the fuck where am I gonna print these out and he's like oh just like walk to a printer store that sounded dumb, like a print shop or a Staples, an office supply store, like wherever you can get a printer. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. It's Sunday at like 4.30 p.m. Nothing's going to be open. Um, But I walk downtown. I go to the first one that I know. They're like, no, we've closed down our printers. And I was like, cool. It's like an eight and a half by 11 poster. But no prob, so I, like, run up to this other one, which is, like, a local one, and they're, like, hey, we're closing in 10 minutes, but since you only need, like, five posters, and they're in black and white, and they're on eight and a half by 11 white paper, we'll do it, and, like, in my head, I was, like, fuck, my boyfriend wanted color, (laughs) he was, like, print these out in color, I'm, like, okay, okay, Anyways, I get my five posters, come back to the building. I want to honestly canvas the whole building at this point. I'm like, how dare these people take my light? Don't even need it back, to be honest, but I want to know what happens. I email our strata, our property management company. I put the posters up in the lobby, in the elevator, in the staircases. I want my fucking lamp back. Anyways, a few days passed. No lamp has returned. I am starting to feel pretty melancholy, to be honest, um, and distrustful of my new neighbors. Um, But lo and behold, about like five days after we posted the poster, um, the lamp showed up at our door, which was really nice. And I texted my boyfriend and let him know that the lamp's back. um, And like peace has been restored to the the world um the balance is equalized again and uh he texts me back an updated version of the poster um that has like thank you light has been restored into our lives and he's like oh just put a few of these up in color this time, please. I saw your last posters. By the way, he's spending time with his parents right now. So that's hence why I was post- putting up the posters and why I'm here. Um, and he's away right now. But um, I was like, okay, I'll just fucking run to the print shop and put some New posters up. Lo and behold, of course I did. I'm happy that it came back and the posters work and people are kind. I'm really happy with our new apartment, but it does keep me up at night a little bit of like, who the fuck stole my fucking lamp? Who did it? They didn't leave a note. They didn't say, sorry. Why did you take it? Why was it that one lamp? I've got so many questions. Who was it for? Did you think, like, oh, this is perfect for our living room? Do we want this for our child's room? Because honestly, it kind of looks like a child's lamp. I don't know. But you guys, I have my fucking lamp back. Please, if you want to see a visual or the tear and um, profound sadness that um, I had when all of this was going on, follow me on Instagram at RTBP podcast and um, you can take a look, see what the lamp looks like. See if we should have left it lost. I'm doing quotations because it was fucking stolen. Um, like I mentioned before, um, I started a new job this month, you guys. Which is a big deal because I had a job prior to this one for two years at the university here. So obviously I was... Um, like just used to my job and it's always nerve-wracking showing up to a job on the first day and you're just like you don't know anything what's the vibe you just kind of feel a little bit left out if someone makes like an inside joke you like kind of laugh but you like don't know what's going on anyways that's me right now we're about three weeks in almost four weeks in and it's amazing I love it but (laughs) Everyone's always like, here comes the butt. You know, when you start a new relationship or, like, you meet a new friend, um, you're just always, like, reserving that little bit of crazy that you got in you that you just, like, you don't know if they're ready for it. And it's this kind of dance that probably both parties do of, like, when can I reveal that I'm, like, a closet Bachelorette fan? That I host a podcast. That I'm obsessed with. All things pop culture. And big brother. And that's what I'm how I'm spending my summers. I don't know. And usually it happens where there's like this invite. Where a person might say something. Or like self-disclose a little bit of their personality. That you're like. Oh this bitch is down. And you can like go in on whatever you're hiding from them. But like right now I'm just at that very polite stage and it's funny because I live in Victoria if anyone knows anything about Victoria everyone here most people here are very sustainable Um, everyone shops local we love a good reusable bag (laughs) we love a good metal straw um, we love doing what's right for the environment most times, most cases. So it's just so funny. I haven't fucking talked about like the Bachelor Art with anybody. And the finale was just last week and it was explosive. And tonight's the season premiere of Bachelor in Paradise and everything's happening. And I just wanted to go into my office on Wednesday morning and just be like, oh my God this was insane, Jed is a dick, Tyler C is amazing, Hannah's a badass bitch, but like haven't told people about that yet, and I think that people, whenever I say I'm a Bachelorette fan, they're like, are you not a feminist, or do you love heteronormativity, and that's not the case at all, Um, but I have this Obsession with The Bachelorette and the Bachelor franchise. And I always, always look at it through a feminist lens. Um, And there's some deep systemic problems with the show, 100%. No one's discounting that. But I love a good love story. Even if it's a fake love story, I'm a hook, line, and sinker for this shit. But it's hard because they, like, don't watch it. So I just, like, pretend that I don't watch it. And, like, I always want to bring it up. But I don't because, I don't know, I don't want to sound vapid. And if anyone knows, if anyone's been following my podcasting journey, we know my struggles with being authentic about my love for pop culture and celebrity gossip I know it's ironic that I have a podcast where I put myself out there and talk about it, but feel, also feel this deep, deep shame about it. Okay, so the other day I was like in a meeting and you know how you show up, like if it's at one o'clock, you'll show up at like 1257 and just settle into the space, have a sip of water, get your notepad ready and whatever, prepare your your announcements or whatever it is. Well, often during that times, people will make up like small, small talk. And someone in a meeting was like, have you guys heard about the, uh, like the new boy drama with Taylor Swift? And I was like, oh my God, no bitch, fill me in. And then I realized that they were joking and they were just like trying to fill that awkward silence before a meeting. And I was almost foiled. But not today, folks. Um, I pulled it off pretty smoothly. I was like, "Oh no, like, do um, stock like just Jared and the, the People blogs? <laughs> did you used to buy the People magazines for your lake trips as a child? <laughs> when you when you hopped on the ferry to Victoria, did you just stand in the gift shop flipping through the the gossip rags?" No? Okay, cool. Just me. Awesome. Awesome. But yeah, it's just like so funny. Like I haven't like revealed that side of me. Just because like they're above it. My office is straight up better than me. Like this is no shade. I'm just admitting that they're like better people than I am. Like, okay, they're above coffee. Some of them are above caffeine. They're like, oh, I'll just make a cup of tea. And I'm like, I haven't drank tea since that last time I was at like at my grandma's house again no shade no tea no shade about tea but it's just like what it's like oh no I'll just brew like steep my own local tea that like doesn't come in bags it's just loose leaf in this like brown satchel that I bought at this like weekly farmer's market that I go to and I'm like cool, I'm going to chug my Starbucks latte and follow it up with a Diet Coke or Pepsi. Um, And like they crunch on like zucchini and like seedy crackers and I'm eating like a cheese stick and fucking Triscuits. And I remember when I was in the power position at my old office eating my carrot sticks and now I'm on the other end and I, like, feel shameful when I bring, like, a sandwich bag. <laughs> so I'm trying to up my game. Um, it's for the better. I can feel myself growing already. But it's tough. It's very tough starting at a new job and just feeling out the waters and getting used to things. You want to be played and you want people to like you. And you're just trying to feel it out. But ha- haven't been able to re- reveal anything about any of this pop culture shit okay anyways I want to get into the bachelorette finale because it has been eating away at me and there is updates left right and center post finale post after the final rose and I need to get into it I was shook here's the sitch I spoiled myself Sounds like I said I soiled myself. No, folks, I spoiled myself. I do this every year. I honestly cannot remember the last time I didn't do it. But there's always that inkling. Sometimes it's two episodes in. Sometimes it's six episodes in. But I'm like, I just got to look at reality Steve and get the gossip. I can't wait any longer. So I did. I looked at reality Steve and I was spoiled. By the way, spoilers ahead if you haven't watched the episode. A week has passed, so like honestly, it's your bad, not mine. <laughs> the thing is, is that he reported that Tyler C. was the winner. So when I was watching the rest of the season, I had this smug, like smug as shit, disposition that Tyler C., who is an, is an angel Sent from heaven. I don't know the last time that I have seen a community rally around someone so hardcore. Holy shit. He has about 2 million followers on Instagram. Which is insane because even the female leads barely make it to like over 1 million. So the fact that he has 2 is absolutely insane. I've never seen a community love someone so much. And like for good reason. He seems like an exceptional guy. He's obviously extremely attractive. There's no skeletons in that man's closet that people have dragged out on the internet. And it's like people I'm sure were digging. Anyways, I watched the rest of the season expecting... The finale of a lifetime, this beautiful love story, all my happiness and like best wishes to the happy couple, Hannah and Tyler. What a beautiful couple. She deserves it. Hannah's amazing. Didn't think I would like her. Ended up loving her. The season was honestly, other than Caitlyn Bristow's, I think the best season and Rachel Rachel, Rachel's was also really good, but the best season of The Bachelorette joke was on me and Hannah apparently, but the joke was on me because reality Steve got it wrong. He got it wrong and Jed was the winner and then Hannah broke up with Jed and like it was <laughs> it was the shock of a lifetime what do you guys think about Tyler and Hannah? So basically, just a little summary. You know, you guys know I love a good summary. What happened was Hannah let down Tyler um, at the proposal stage of the show, accepts Jed's proposal of marriage, um, and they live happily ever after. For about a month. <laughs> it's a really quick turnaround time with the bachelorette seasons. Because they are filmed in the, s- in the spring. Anyways. They continue dating. Jed finally reveals that he basically had a girlfriend. Came on the show for music. What a surprise. He was like holding his guitar while breaking up with her. Not actually. But basically. And he says. Like that's why my family was like kind of fucking stonewalling you like their face their faces were pissed um, like the entire night of your family visit and I had the intentions of coming on to the show. I was gonna keep my girlfriend it was all for exposure and I didn't know that I'd fall in love with you and I want to continue dating you. And she was like, no thanks. Um, I could accept that you wanted to come on here for some exposure. Most people do. But the fact that you had a girlfriend up until the time that you were boarding the plane. uh, And there's um, text message evidence that have been revealed to the internet. um, I'm out. And while all this was happening, Tyler was living his best single life and Gigi Hadid the daughter of Yolanda and don't remember the dad's name Hadid sister to Bella and sister to Anwar followed each other on Instagram which was very sus but since we thought Tyler was single and there was no chance that he was going to get back together with Hannah because Hannah was with Jed everyone was like oh fuck yeah New power couple. Uh, Fast forward to last week where um, Hannah asks Tyler out on a date on After the Final Rose. Honestly, I was into this. I thought it was super cute. I have a theory, and I know that this has also been floating around online, so I won't claim it as my own, even though I just said I have a theory. (laughs) I agree with a theory that has been posited that Hannah couldn't trust her feelings for Tyler because he's, like, perfect. And she felt like she was, like, kind of insecure and maybe just didn't trust the entire thing that someone like him could love someone like her. I know that seems fucked up, but I honestly think that's the case. If you just put someone on the pedestal or think really highly of them, you might not think, oh, I deserve this person or something like that. And I feel like she didn't let herself fully like realized that relationship and she just made the safe choice which was Jed the person that like the kind of type of guy that she's been dating for a really long time anyways I thought that he was like into the date he seemed like pretty warm to the idea of getting a drink when she offered and I was like it's back on like th- thank the lord and they were like They were posting cute messages to each other on Instagram like how much this journey has meant to them and all of these things and I'm like it's only a matter of time. A few days later, this is like two days ago, paparazzi photos of Tyler leaving Hannah's apartment in the morning surface. It's amazing. It looks like they just had a sleepover. I'm ecstatic. I'm so fucking happy that they're back together, or at least it looks like it. Yeah, I'm like, this is it. I, I I, was like, I literally cannot wait till they announce that they're together. Like, I just, I can picture the date. I can taste it. We're so close. Um, no. Some really unfortunate twists and turn of events. Twists and turns. Turn of events. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Some devastating news. Um happened and I honestly refuse to believe it basically Gigi Hadid remember her she fucking reappeared and basically went on a date with Tyler in New York because they both live in New York and I honestly I don't believe it I refuse to believe it so I made up this story (laughs) that they bumped into each other at Soho house and that's where they were standing like four feet apart in the picture And like she was in a gross messy bun and like this gross like army green jacket no makeup needed like a little bit of a blotting pad Um, and he was in the same shirt that he was wearing like hours ago skateboarding. So my theory is they were both out for friends out for a cash drink at Soho house bump into each other at the bar start talking that's why they're standing four feet apart. It was like Oh, my God, I was just ordering a drink. Oh, my God, Tyler, like, I just just watched your season of The Bachelorette. Oh, Gigi, I know you because you're, like, a fucking famous supermodel. KK, cool. I'm with Hannah now. <laughs> Is what I imagined the conversation going like. Um, and I really, really hope that's the case. It seems like they left in separate cars, maybe at separate times. So I'm going to keep you guys posted. I'm watching this story like a hawk and honestly won't rest until we get answers. Hashtag justice for Hannah. I really, really hope that she ends up with Tyler if that's what she wants to do. And good for you, girl, for putting yourself out there on national te- television, like one of the highest rating show rated shows this summer. As I mentioned before, tonight's the season premiere of Bachelor in Paradise. And it's just like, we just finished The Bachelorette. And I'm obsessed with this franchise. How am I tired? How am I tired with this? It's two nights per week and I think it's two hour episodes and I'm just tired. It's the summer. It is the summer. The Blake drama has got me reeled in, so I will be tuning in. But I think it is going to be hard to watch. I think... The demi drama is fake. This is a spoiler. Skip ahead a minute if you don't want this spoiler. But it sounds like she was dating somebody before the show happened. And um, she went on the show, hooked up with Derek a little bit, and then they brought the girl that she was dating to Mexico. And then they get engaged. Which it's like, that's amazing, but why did you go on the show to stir up this drama? That's the tea. That's the motherfucking tea, as Sophie Turner would say. No, no, just wait. She would be like, and that's the motherfucking tea. That's more like it. I'm not going to do a British accent this time. Don't want to get roasted again. But anyways, I think that that's kind of lame. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to see. I, I'm a Derek Peth stan. I think he has a heart of gold. Really liked his relationship with Taylor Nolan. I've listened to him on tons of podcasts. Love him. So I'm just, I don't know. I want to see how that all happens. But the Blake drama, because again, I was a huge Blake fan, has got me tuned into this season. Let me know if you guys are watching. Who are you rooting for? Who are you hoping um, gets together? Let me know. We're going to move to my favorite segment of the episode called This Week in Petty. Look at me having like a beginning, middle, and end of this podcast. (laughs) As I said before, I've got some fun ideas trying to make it a little bit more structured. I maybe have a call-in feature so you can tell me your petty stories. Yeah, just like trying to do my best work out here. So anyways... This segment is called This Week in Petty where I talk about something that happened in my life that was petty as fuck. And you guys, this one's probably an all-timer. I don't say that lightly. Just kidding. I use hyperbole and like (laughs) fucking superlative terms all the time. But like literally this one is an all-timer. So I think I've chatted before about Virage Sale which is um, basically like a Craigslist iPhone app. And just like the ups and downs of selling your shit online. And most of the time, it's super fun. It's almost like a game. Some would say an addiction. But it's fucking fun flipping your shit online. Sometimes the frustrating parts are a little bit fun too. And I've had people, you know, like not show up, be late, ask really weird questions. Like just the run of the mill kind of online Craigslist shit. But this one was the cherry on top. The piece de resistance. Resistance? I don't know you guys. I just got back from France and like just trying to add a little je ne sais quoi to my language. It's not it's not working out. Anyways I'm selling a vacuum. Just a handy dandy little apartment vacuum. And a couple messages me wanting to view it. And I'm like, for sure. So I meet them. I walk down to the lobby with the vacuum. And they say, is it okay if we, like, is there a plug-in so we can plug it in to see that it works? And I'm like, oh, for sure. That's totally fair. That would suck if, like, it didn't turn on or something. So we walk um, down the, a little bit down the corridor to the nearest plug-in. And I plug it in. And as I'm, like, plugging it in and unwinding the cord, the woman, it's a lovely older couple, um, says, I brought some things to check. And I was like, oh, what? And I was thinking in my head, like, oh, maybe she, like, wanted to check, like, the filter or the brand number or something like that. No, she pulls out a little bag of, like, dog kibble. and I was like what and she she's like oh I I brought these these treats to see if the vacuum picks it up so like a flash of panic crosses my face and I'm like oh my fucking god oh my fucking god but I also want to normalize it. I don't want to make her feel like this is weird, even though it's fucking weird. You're buying a $25 used vacuum online from some bitch who lives in an apartment downtown. Take it or leave it. I, in my head, my first response is, Oh my God, I'm obsessed. That's super smart. While hiding my like grimace that has crept onto my face. Her partner, her husband, mortified. Absolutely mortified. He's wearing one of those like fishing hats. um, Like those cargo khaki large brim hats. And I swear to God, like kind of lowered the brim down over his face when this happened. Anyways, try to normalize it. She proceeds to sprinkle the cat or dog kibble. I'm not sure don't own pets, onto my floor. So basically like the corridor, the lobby of my apartment building. She's throwing dog treats on it. And I'm fucking vacuuming them up, basically. I'm fucking vacuuming them up. It was all co- because the vacuum didn't pick up like any of them. Needless to say, they didn't purchase the vacuum. Like, I swear it's not broken. This is really weird. Anyways, I think did pick up all of the kibble if you were just, like, dying to know. But it just, like, took a few passes to get some of them. But anyways, it was just so fucking funny. This, this lady was pouring dog food on my apartment public space of a lobby with cameras and I'm vacuuming them up. A tenant of the building walked by and literally his face, he lo- we made eye contact and it was just like, what the fuck? What the absolute fuck? And I was like, I know, I know. Anyways, she didn't even take the vacuum. So all of that work, all of that vacuuming that I did to re-clean my lobby's carpet, Not worth it, folks. Not worth it. I was petty about that interaction, but it was just like, I love love the thrill of selling something online, and sometimes it just comes with the funniest stories. There's so many more that I could detail now, but I'll save those for another time. Anyways, guys, that's it for me. It's lovely, 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 lovely to get back. Connect with me over social media if you're happy that I'm back. What do you want to hear about this summer? Super open to anything you want to chat about, Big Brother, anybody. (laughs) Lots to say about that. Um, Sand at the beach, I could riff on that for hours. Anyways, it's great to be back. Can't wait to be more consistent. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with me. Again, lots of very exciting things for RTBP coming up, so stay tuned. If you like what you hear, you can listen to Ready to Be Petty each week on basically every podcast app out there. You can follow along on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RTBP Podcast. I post occasionally some really funny shit, some stories, um, that things that are happening. My Twitter, I feel like, is a good time, so check us out. I always say us. It's a fucking qualifier. It sounds awkward if I say check me out. I don't know. Liking, commenting, and subscribing, and leaving a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts helps the pod find new listeners. And of course, we want to hear from you. As always, I'm Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. For real this time. You guys know that at RTBP, we like to spell all the tea. Lexi and Amy at the Confessions of Retail podcast really do too. Here's a sneak peek to whet your appetite.
1: Oh, hi. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? We've had some crazy stories sent in to us. We sure have. Do you have someone trying to bathe in your parking lot? (laughs) Have you ever had the cheeriest leprechaun walk in while you were cheech and chonging it in the parking lot? Have you ever dealt with a crazy Karen or Carl? Do you ever have somebody try and return a completely drank bottle of wine? These are stories that we will bring to you in our podcast every Wednesday. And if you want to hear those stories and more, tune in. And subscribe to us. You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to... Confessions of Retail all the tea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth. And remember, every Wednesday. All righty. Bye. Bye. <laughs>